2: Good morning.
1: Happy Tuesday. Yeah, Gabby's got it up. She knows what day it is. No, I don't. <laughs> I, 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 I got to ask. I got to I gotta ask who Wake Up Jolly is. I mean, if you're going to choose a name for, for our morning, you know, to join in with our morning show, I mean, Wake Up That's Jolly has it. got to be <laughs> the best. Um, yeah, I, I saw the Wake Up Jolly pop up there. I'm like, oh, wow.
2: Who's that?
1: <laughs> um. Morning,
3: hope everybody.
2: everyone's doing wonderful this morning i
1: am um, i we're gonna continue to struggle with um uh with running this show
2: Full of um
1: through gabby's <laughs> uh laptop i apologize it's just it's very limited i don't know why this this platform is so difficult on her laptop but we're gonna make do um oh wake up jolly wants to call in i got i gotta find out who this guy is I got I to gotta find out who this is. I mean, that's it. I mean, that's it.
0: Good morning. Hey, guys. How you doing?
2: Good. How are Good, you? How are
0: you? I am great, guys. Um, you said you want to know what Wake Up Jolly means. Yeah. Yeah. More love, less hate. I love it. Beautiful. Something, love it, buddy. Something, it, buddy. that You know, that sounds crazy, but. Something that I guess, you know, I'm, I'm a nerd. I'm a nerd. I guess the whole world needs right now. I love it.
2: That's amazing. Thank you for I calling just, in and wanna, letting us know.
0: I'm just, you know, I'm just one of those guys. I just, I'm a nurse. I'm a, I'm a triage nurse, a traveling nurse. I uh, live in North Carolina. I'm just telling you about me. I'm not trying to toot my horn. I just got back last night from, a um, Kentucky I was in Mayfield after those tornadoes and I was out there helping with recovery and you know I can see all the stuff I see every day at work at hospitals gunshot victims and blah blah whatever da, da, da. but what I see out there doesn't compare to what I see at work you know on a daily basis but um, when you go through something like that and you, when I, I logged on because I saw you guys and I'm just like wanting to talk I mean, that's just what we need—more loveless Hey, I wish there was more people out there that would have the drive like I do, because I'm not perfect. No, I've never said that, but I'm just trying to do my part. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. That's, that's wake up, Jolly. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, when I leave my my, honestly. This morning, like right now, I'm waiting to go into the atrium health center here at the hospital, and my wife and my kids all every morning before I leave them, they look at me like I'm crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for doing what you I'm do. Goofy, I'm the goofy, you know, kissing my wife all in her face. I, I mean, I basically piss her off every morning when I because I'm the giddy one, I'm the happy one, and my kids, you know, <laughs> go away. <laughs> you know, it's just it's just yeah. what it is, but. Yeah. Uh, but right, anyways, buddy. that's what it yeah, is. Buddy. I don't know, I don't know. I'm just weird. I'm weird. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to take away from you guys. No, just okay, but, that's anyway. what it is. I just wanted like if 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 anything today, if you guys spread one thing for me, I don't gotta be in here all morning. Look, treat somebody with love. Tell somebody you love them today. That's it. Beautiful.
1: I love it, buddy. Take care. Thanks so much for calling in. Yes, sir. Have a wonderful day.
0: You too. I
2: love that.
1: That's that's yeah. how I want to start my morning every day.
2: That's what we're talking about. That's what we talk about.
1: Make up jelly. that's that might that I don't want to steal this
4: catchphrase but that might be my new
1: are we still live? yes I, we're still I closed it by accident <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm talking about <laughs> and the napkin, you might need you guys I uh I spelt my, my cappuccino on the laptop and I accidentally closed the laptop. Well this is this is gonna be Great a state. fun week.
2: This is gonna be a fun <laughs>
1: week, everybody. Uh I'll let everybody join back in.
2: Oh, they got kicked out?
1: I don't know. I didn't. didn't. Everybody's still in there? Yeah. Oh, just I left?
2: Yeah, we're here. We're okay. just chilling. <laughs> Fair enough.
1: Um real estate investing. Yeah. <laughs> I um you know what I thought? Because as we're I'm I'm literally just doing um,
2: Thomas just chilling. Just, <laughs> just we're here, just chilling.
1: Just uh, stirring my cappuccino here. Um, we really have kind of turned uh, work life off, the whole business off this week, which uh, makes it kind of difficult to kind of like talk about what we have going on because what we have going on is is a sunscreen and and,
3: um, and
1: pina coladas. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> which you know we could talk about talk about that um That's but hilarious. but truthfully we uh we don't really have much going on i I just um opened up our email this morning uh, I opened it up late last night um or sorry it would have been Sunday night and then I just opened it up again uh here this morning just to kind of take a peek and see what's going on a couple things kind of popped up but you know and I'll chat about those but I'm going to make it like a dealer's choice thing today. Like if anybody wants to call in and talk about what they've got going on, I'd I'd much rather that. I mean, if you want to talk about, you know, we can have Jolly, let's talk about Jolly. Um, You guys want to talk about uh, what you guys got going on with your real estate investing businesses? I want to
2: talk about all the cute little critters running around in front of us.
1: Yeah. Pretty
2: cool. (laughs) Little squirrels running up the palm trees. And what are those little like, um, they're they're not, I don't know. I keep calling them
1: Chupacabras. Chupacabras.
2: (laughs) Because I don't know what they are. I don't know. They
1: look like little Mexican beavers.
2: Yeah, but they don't have any tails, and they just like kind of like hop along. Yeah, pretty cute.
1: Okay, that's not what we're gonna talk about. <laughs> Josh's stray cats. They're stray cats, Gabby. <clears throat> You've been drinking.
2: No, we don't have any stray cats here.
1: Oh, these little critters. But um, yeah, what, what are you guys working on? That's what I want to talk about. Wow. Some of our best conversations on the morning show have been for when people call and, and have questions or they talk about what uh, they want to talk about. Um otherwise we're just gonna talk about normal day-to-day stuff with us and to be honest, I fucking hate that. I, I think it's so boring to talk about um you know our tenant who emailed us last night and said uh hey uh what would it take for me to if if I have to what was the what was the email did you read it? No. Oh, this is news to gonna Gabby. going to ruin my day? I'm going to ruin Gabby's day. Um, so, <laughs> tenant emails and says, uh, in the event that I have to get deported, because apparently Canada wants to tell her to leave, um, how do I get out of my lease?
2: Oh. Which is a new one
1: for us. trying I to didn't...
2: think of who that would be.
1: Um, I'm not going to say her name on the air. <laughs> I'm not allowed to do that. But, um, yeah, that's what we got going on. I mean, is that really fun? No. Real estate investing um, shouldn't be about tenants. Tenants is a property management job. You don't get into yeah. real estate investing to become a property manager. Um, but I'll talk about that if nobody else wants to call in and talk about what they're going on, what they got going on. But uh, upcoming events, maybe we'll talk. we we'll talk about that first, give everybody a chance to uh, just yeah. think about what they want to talk about. Um, January twelfth. Why do I keep talking about that? That's I full. don't
2: know. Yeah. Women's uh, Real Estate Investing Mastermind Group is full, so yeah. if you want as as you to, lose. yeah, if you, <laughs> if you snoozed and you lose, lost, um, still get in touch with me and I can put you on a wait list for the next one and get in touch with you first so that you don't lose out on that spot.
1: Mm-hmm. And to be honest, we might actually be full for the Real Estate Investing Cabinet Retreat as well. Oh, um,
2: really?
1: February 25th through 27th is a three-day Real Estate Investing Cabinet Retreat alberta beach um i know that we had some people signing up or thinking about signing up i just haven't checked the registration page again um okay my mind's on tacos and tequila right now so
2: if you're interested hit up that registration page and hopefully it says that there's a spot available for you if not sorry absolutely i I think
1: (laughs) i think there might be maybe one left one or two it's hard to say um yeah that's february 25th through 27th um yeah really really cool cabin retreat Stayed a cabin three days with us and a handful of other ambitious real estate investors. And we talk about, you know, putting together a, a, a roadmap. roadmap to get to your dream. I love yeah. it. Um, so nobody wants to talk
2: about Oh, my gosh. What happened to... Uh, I want to know. I think it was Ryan. I'm going to call out Ryan Letniak. I think he was uh, putting an offer on a house, wasn't he? Or was that... I
1: think he might have been.
2: Somebody was putting an offer on a house last week. Yeah. And I want to know what happened with it.
1: Yeah. And all, everyone else is listening. Why aren't you putting offers on Johnny anything this week?
2: Not me. <laughs> Robbie? Who why was isn't... it? Oh, it was Robbie. Wasn't
1: it? <laughs> you should have made better notes, Gabby. Um, I don't
2: have any notes. I don't even have a notebook. Gosh, me, my first one. Gosh, that's right. Oh, you didn't end up putting in the offer. Okay. Why? Yeah. Tell us why i want to know johnny five haha robbie d i think it was josh (laughs) oh robbie's looking at more tonight nice that's
1: good i want to know i want to know why you didn't call anybody or you can message us and we can read it um again i want to know why nobody else is putting any offers out
2: or are they and they're not telling us you're being all shy about it
1: Mm
2: -hmm. because all we have going on is people being deported noise complaints
1: (laughs) i'm telling you like real estate investing is not supposed to be about dealing with tenant bullshit it's supposed to be about you know buying more properties and staying intentional and so you get to what's most important which is the cash flow that provides you the life that you want to live
2: yeah we also have um something else that we have going on we have that uh, tenant that we've been talking about for several weeks now um she is Mm set to move out on the 30th um yeah we received that notice of um uh, what would you call it? I don't. I don't know. Well, in in danger of of.
1: Yeah, I can't remember what it was called. It was something to do with um, uh, the family being in danger of of, of abuse.
2: Yeah, domestic violence. Or yeah,
1: so whatever it may be. Served. So
2: we were served a notice that they can leave um, with thirty days' notice and at no penalty that they're able to get out of their lease. So um, she is set to. Um, to vacate on the 30th. We were actually getting worried there because she it had been about a week and a half with no response from her about setting up um, a final inspection and all those types of things. So actually we had um, asked a fellow investor if uh, while we were away, actually it was supposed to be I think yesterday, if they could swing by there, knock on the door, see if anyone's home, if they are and they answer to just tell them go check your email (laughs) Um, and if nobody was there to see if they were able to see in any windows, like see if they had done a midnight move or like what was going on. We were starting to get worried about the property because especially if somebody moves on you in the middle of the night in minus 30 degree weather, um, you wanna make sure that uh, the thermostat wasn't put, dropped, turned off and (laughs) and whatever. Why? Uh, (laughs) So your pipes don't freeze and burst and drown the basement suite. Um, Yeah, lots of stuff can go wrong with a suite gets abandoned in the middle of winter. So yeah, we had um, hired a fellow investor to go check on that but uh, last minute, they actually did respond to our email um, and said, yes, she's leaving on the 30th and uh, here's the time that works for me for inspection. So I think all is good there. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, those types of things you need to think about and worry about. We actually haven't been advertising that suite Oh, we have. Okay, cool. We have somebody calling Maureen's in. Lorraine's
1: going to be calling in in a second here. Unless you awesome. he, he bought, bought dialed again.
2: Yeah, by accident. Yeah, apparently that call in, call in button is easy to accidentally press. <laughs> we have a lot of oops calls.
1: Um, did you want to finish your statement?
2: Oh, I was just saying that we haven't been advertising that suite just because of the state of it. Like, it's a disaster in there. It's it's not hoarding, but it's like far too much stuff. Too in much the suite stuff for the suite. Yeah, for the space. And, um, and a mess like just not clean people so it would be a waste of um time or money to pay somebody to go and be showing it um, mm. nobody's going to want to move in there in the state that it's in so we need to get them out get it all cleaned up nicely get anything repaired that's damaged and um and then we'll start advertising just the cost of business unfortunately sometimes it happens and uh yeah yeah we'll take the one month vacancy hopefully not longer
1: Yeah, I know. I definitely w- don't want to chance it.
2: Good morning, Ryan.
3: Good morning, guys. How are you? I'm good. Yourself, guys?
2: Good, good. I, Thank you.
3: I have one a quick question. So I'm um, a accidental landlord. Yes. And having looking to rent a townhome and moving into a home. That I just purchased, so I want to know if, when it comes to my personal info, as in, for so my address, regarding as the, uh, because I'm planning on self-managing it. Yeah, for yeah. For the first few bit, um, do I use my personal address, or can I? Is it smarter to have a, say, a PO box when it comes to having
1: on your lease? Phone?
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is yeah the, yeah, well, it's kind of um, different people will tell you different things, and it's kind of debatable. I mean, at the end of the day, um, if it comes time to like say you had to eventually evict them or serve them or or whatever you need to provide them with an address where they are able to serve you back. They can't serve you at a P.O. box. Um, You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. some people will say they use their lawyer's address. And of course, you would need to check with your lawyer that that's something that you're able to do. But different people do different things at the end of the day. Yes, you can put a P.O. box um, on your lease if you're worried about giving out your home address or like I said, a lawyer's address. But when it comes down to, you know, legal action and where things actually do get um, kind of weird between you and the tenant, you do need to provide them with somewhere where they can physically serve you.
3: Yeah. So,
2: yeah, we I mean, we've never we've always put our personal address. It doesn't always feel right or good or (laughs) anything like that. But that's the route that we've gone.
1: I can remember Gabby having a lot of anxiety in the early days. Especially that was when we had most of our tenant issues when yeah. we were going to the court.
2: We had a few bad tenants right off the get-go and I was just horrified that they knew where we lived. Yeah.
1: Um Yeah. But it is what you're technically yes, you're supposed to. <clears throat> but um the only time it's going to become yeah. an issue is is, is when is there an echo so big one. Okay. Uh, the only time there's going to be an issue is when, you know, they try to serve you um, a claim or a counterclaim and they can't reach you because you didn't give them a proper address. So, I mean, will you get in trouble? I don't know necessarily. but Yeah, hard to say. Um, you know, say for, let, let's, let's give an example. Let's give an example where you file a claim against them. Yeah for unpaid rent or eviction or something, and you go to court and then they show up at the hearing saying we tried to um, provide our own evidence, right? Mm -hmm. So when you file a claim, you know, they have the, if they wanna file evidence, they have to submit it online and they need to give it to you as well. They need to serve it to you so you have it within at least 48 hours of your hearing. If they can't send you the evidence, then the mediator at the court is going to say we're going to have to postpone until they have the proper opportunity to serve the evidence. There's one example, you know what I mean? Um, so it's it's fine until it's not fine. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, hopefully that was helpful.
3: Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, so what would, would it say? Even so, say I decided to do open the PO box for now and then change it down the road. Would that be a problem or usually just it's where no, yeah. you have another tenant whatever least or you could just change it within that same year. Yeah, you can
2: always uh you can always update your place of address at any time. I mean people move, you know what I mean? So all you need to do is there's there's a a rule with that that you have to um, post notice to all of your tenants um, when you move or that type of thing so it's the same thing if you decided to just change it from a PO box to your real address or a lawyer's address or whatever you just need to notify them that that change has been made okay. mm-hmm. yeah okay. Okay. yeah and so that's however you how like if say you had a multifamily you need to post it in a common area Um, Or say your regular communication is by email and that's established. You can email that to them. So there's different ways that you can let them know. Um, You just need to kind of follow whatever uh, method of communication is normal for you guys.
3: Okay, awesome. Thank you. Yeah,
2: you're welcome. Thanks for calling in. Have a great day. Thanks.
1: I kind of want to listen to the rest of the song in the background, though
2: don't you mess around with me <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's not our music <laughs> you're wondering what we have buying it's, it's it's birds
2: so uh james says great question we also have been questioning this in our town the city utilities application requests the landlord name and physical address mm-hmm. we are debating asking why they need that if they are named registered in the rental title in the rental title anyways hmm. Yeah, um, so I, so James, we know where you are. Um, and yeah, so that utility. Well, Okay, we live in the same town. <laughs>
1: all right. would um, never heard that. Yeah. Ah, ahem,
2: Leduc, he says. <laughs> um, we know where you live. <laughs> yeah, so the utilities in Leduc, mm-hmm. um, renters actually need to um, do like an application request they need to pay a deposit like a 250 dollar deposit or something like that to just to set up utilities which is crazy and the you have kind of like a landlord agreement or something like that that you need to like stay on track of and like if you no longer own the property it's your responsibility to actually cancel the agreement otherwise you will continue to be the fallback when, say, the house gets sold or tenants move in and out. You continue to be the fallback. Oh, Yeah. So I and I think that's why actually, James, I think I just might have answered your question by accident, is that if they cancel their utilities, if they default on their utilities, anything like that, it falls back on the landlord. And in this case, they would be need to be able to send that to you. right?
1: Yeah, well, City of Edmonton does it slightly differently from from what I remember. This is yeah. not a hundred percent guaranteed, but from what I remember, because we had a similar um, issue, was that when the tenant moves out, it automatically they they go after the tenant. Yeah. So if they don't hear anything back, um, let's say for example, the tenant moves out and they don't cancel the service, and we don't um, call. And and set up services, yeah. then they go after the tenant. In the event that the tenant calls and says, actually we've been done on the lease um since this date, it actually goes to title. Yeah. If I remember correctly. It doesn't go to the actual owner, it just goes to title. And then it just kinda sits on that title. Um yeah, and I, I I've never
2: kind of seen that go through. Like, I don't know, maybe somebody has experience with that.
1: I remember where we were when I had that phone call. I remember we were in Vancouver at your dad's and I was, I I remember it very vividly. Um, but what ended up happening was is we just resolved it. So we paid the bill and there's no problem. But what the woman explained to me was that it just kind of just sits in limbo on title until someone claims it, which I didn't quite understand. That's why I remember it so well is because I didn't really understand their logic behind that. Um, I want to scroll back here to a comment that Josh said, uh, a little while ago and I was asking Josh to, I want to hear a story about why he didn't buy that place he says when well, he knows me good uh, I could send a solid couple paragraphs and and Josh that's kind of what we're what looking we for today <laughs> 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 we don't have anything really fun and exciting it's the holidays and we're on holidays so um, not a whole heck of a lot to talk about I mean there's plenty to talk about we just don't know what you want to talk about yeah um,
2: but he also says the simplest answer, is, oh, there it is. Yeah, the simplest answer is that I am very new to all of this, and after the flip tour, I aligned with a couple guys who we have done nothing but overanalyze. We spent days going over a property that we didn't even end up putting in an offer on, and then now we seem to be on hold until New Year, thinking nobody is doing deals over the holidays. Uh-uh. We know um, that's wrong, right?
1: Okay. Yeah. Uh, so
2: he says more.
1: I I aligned with a couple guys. Who so almost like done. partnered
2: up. Maybe.
1: Nothing, okay. So you're partnering up with over analyzers.
2: Yeah, that's not okay. really good. Yeah, you need a action taker on unless your, it's you. Josh is over
1: analyzing, and you're and you're you're holding them down. I don't know. I, I'm not here to blame. Yeah, <laughs>
2: so, <laughs> just <kidding. laughs> So he also says, "I want to go full speed ahead sometimes, and I know I need to be strategic and intentional. So slowing down to assess my moves isn't a bad thing. But if we overanalyze little literally everything, we will continue to snooze and lose."
1: Yeah. Denner, One of these you days, will. you got to pull the trigger. Yeah. Um,
2: also, you need to analyze. Okay. We don't want to overanalyze everything, but you I need to look solution. at the people that you are aligning with and make sure that you have a team of people who hold different <clears throat> skill sets. Is do you have an action taker who can say, hey, guys, we've looked at this enough? This is a good deal. We need to put the offer in and can kind of like shake some sense into everybody. So, what. Josh, no.
1: do you know an action taker?
2: <laughs> this guy over here, sitting next to me in Mexico.
1: Josh, literally every morning, literally every morning, you're here anyways. You're you're call you're do- in, get an ass kicking. You're doing way better than than. The- 92% of the people that are listening to this podcast right now, you are here live every morning. It's not like it's once a week. It's not like it's once a month and you're like, oh, I can't wait to ask this question in 32 days on my next mastermind. No, like literally right here. I'm here. You can call and you can ask me and I will tell you whether it's good or not. And I will tell you whether to pull the trigger. I'm cool with doing that. That's literally why we're here is, is that, and anyone else who's thinking about this as well, if you're on the fence and you're overanalyzing, why don't you bring me the details? I can probably give you an answer in five to 10 minutes. If we do have a busy show that particular day, I can normally get through it pretty quick. Yeah. And if not, I'm not, I'm not necessarily going to tell you whether to do it or not. I'm going to tell you what you want to hear. If you're you're cause you're, you're nine times out of 10, you already know the answer. You're just looking for someone to tell you to yes say or no.
2: Yes. Yeah. Or no. Or no. Yeah.
1: Um, we got a lot of messages to catch up on here. So you're kind of scrolling past a bunch. Um, yeah. Seriously. I'm, I'm not, I'm not kidding. If anybody else, uh, I asked a, a couple minutes ago, why aren't you guys writing offers? And that's a question. Yeah. I, I, I'd like an answer. Um, because I, I know that's probably one of 10 answers. I don't have money. I can't get a mortgage. I don't have joint venture partners. I'm too scared. I'm overanalyzing mm-hmm. these. Like, so any of these questions that you have with those answers, why don't you call and ask? Any of those things that I just listed off, if, if that's one of your problems, I will tell you where to go, what to go do today, and I will tell you what to go do this week.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And don't just think, oh, it's the holidays and no one's – I didn't quite understand that one. No one's buying? Are you saying it because no other investors are buying right now? No,
2: that's like I think the people that he's aligning with are saying, oh, well, there's nothing happening over the holidays. Let's reconvene in the Cut
1: year. the cord, buddy. Cut yeah. the cord.
2: You might need to cut the cord.
1: Seriously, I just talked yesterday about an amazing deal that came on the market that nine people wrote offers on and it sold for $30,000 over market in Edmonton. That doesn't—that never happens. There are deals. There are opportunities. But if you're waiting a week, a two weeks, two weeks turns into a month. One month turns into six months. And next thing you know, you look back and you're like everybody else in this real estate investing community and three years has gone by and you're still saying the same thing. I don't have a joint venture partner. You want to float or do you want to paddle? That's it. That's it right there, man. So it's not a matter of not having the resources or the, or the people around you. It's just a matter of you standing up and asking for help. And I'm literally right here. So. Good
2: um, morning, Monday to Friday. <laughs>
1: and that goes for everybody else.
2: Yeah. So, Wilson, Wilson. Wilson oh, okay. has, hang on. Wilson's got two thumbs.
1: Get Okay, here's a little riddle for you guys. Guess what has two thumbs? and got another property Wilson, <laughs> Wilson did, did. <laughs> I think I read about this late last night
2: oh did you congratulations Wilson and Jess that's amazing uh, so I want to know hold on I want to know Wilson um, either if you want to call in or if you want a message but um, do you have a joint venture partner what's going on I'm guessing you guys love your side-by-side duplexes is it a side-by-side conversion into a fourplex what you got going on tell us more
1: Yes, and um, and Josh um, says, I need to take action. So I'm glad, I'm glad, man. Anything anything I can do to kind of give you a little little push. Um, sink or swim, absolutely. Skim through these, okay, we're all caught up now and uh, Wilson's gonna come on and talk about this deal.
4: <clears throat> Hello guys. Hey, good, good morning, buddy, Wilson. how you doing? Good morning, pretty good, and you? Oh, the amazing. cappuccino is amazing this morning. <laughs> You sure you're not being stressed over there? You sure you don't want to come back?
2: (laughs) I saw the weather. I'm good.
1: (laughs) It's 56 degrees warmer here, my
4: friend. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us more. So, Wayne, do you remember in our last coaching call, we were talking about these duplex that came in the market, but somebody had put an offer? Mm. Yes. So somebody put an offer that was unconditional. Okay, well... The seller accepted it. I called Cal yeah. Calvin and they said, yeah, my, my buyer actually ended up uh, not accepting the offer. Think, okay. Oh, well. Then I see the house on Facebook uh, being wholesale. I'm like, wait right. a second. <laughs> <laughs> really? I messaged right away. And it's Ryan. Actually, he went at the, at the flip tour. Oh, and yeah. uh, so we talked about the numbers. We saw the property. I have a joint venture in Ontario who's looking for a deal. So, he's the yeah. money partner. Uh, we saw the house last night. Wow, oh, Ryan. And uh, Ryan was wholesaling it. And I, he was saying, you know, like, I kind of want to go in the deal. I actually don't want to wholesale. I just want to, like, get yeah, joint venture. I'm like, listen, buddy, you brought the property. That's that's a key piece to the to the agreement, right? So, mm-hmm. you're entitled to percentage of the cut as well. So, we worked it out where um, he put the property. Joint venture in Ontario puts the money. And we just... Um, you know, do the renovation and the property management afterwards. Mm-hmm. So, win 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 for everybody. Wow! Very cool. That's amazing. Congrats! So, thank you,
2: thank you. Um, it's so so so. You said it's a side by side. Um, it is, yeah. And you said renovation. So, are you going to be putting the suites in the basement or just having the two?
4: Correct. No, the basements are unfinished. Uh, they are eight feet and a half uh, high. Uh, poured concrete, side entrance.
2: Nice. nice yeah beautiful um do you want to share where in the city it is
4: it's in Belvedere.
2: Belvedere. i don't know where that is
4: so that's the easter side just north of the river
2: okay cool very cool awesome that's so exciting when do you get possession
4: uh january 22nd beautiful um so uh, and i can the Audio is a little off, so awesome.
1: I can only hear portions, but um, i got to turn this audio up. actually. Um, did you talk about the details of what the exit strategy is? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, or what you're gonna, planning on doing with it?
4: Yeah, we're going to uh, put those, um, you know, uh, lipstick and mascara at the main floor units, do the separation to the basements, rent those up, uh, put the um, legalization of the both basements, and uh, just burr.
2: Very cool. Nice. Yeah. Get your
4: money out. Hold it. Get
1: money out, rinse and repeat. Um, just for people, uh, you know, maybe this is um, the first time someone's hopping on a, um, the podcast. Can you explain how the burr works just so that
4: people have a good understanding of, of what it is exactly that you're doing with this deal? Yeah. So we buy the property, we put 20% down payment. Then we um, start doing renovations to the unit, the basement units. Uh, we make four legal units, rent them all out. We go back to the bank and say, "Listen, Mister Bank, uh, our house is now performing better than it was when we obtained it, um, and uh, now the house is worth more based on the comparables in the area. This is a new value. Can we get uh, another a, a new a new loan so refinance it over the new value? And that way nice. we get the money back, and everybody's happy. Very cool. Very, Very cool. cool. Well, congratulations again, man. That's awesome." Thank you guys. Thank you, Wayne. And and now on to the next one. Next property. Yeah, on the next one. Yeah, we, right. we were supposed to go see two more today, but Calvin is sick, so maybe tomorrow.
2: Oh, oh, he got sick. Yeah, yeah he, was he was telling us his,
1: his throat was getting a little sore. He was sounding a little under the weather before we left. Oh, it's not. Yeah. Right on, buddy.
2: Awesome. Great way to end the year and great way to start. The year. uh, year's not the over. he can
1: get at least two more. And if that's what I'm move, thinking, <laughs> call someone else on the team. Don't let
4: that hold you back. Yeah.
2: <laughs> let Melissa guys, or Amy take you out.
4: You guys enjoy it.
2: <laughs> Thank All you, right, everybody.
4: Okay.
2: I just had a, um, I was uh, clicking around here and we're getting towards the end of the month. And I was thinking, I was about, thinking that about that end too. of the month, uh, top, heart, fan. top fan, heart race. And, uh, whew, it's a tight one. I'm because of, I think because I'm uh, what do you call it? In the fan club that I'm like automatically number one all the time because <laughs> I'm your only fan club fan.
1: <laughs> she, she does. Yeah.
2: But, um, Robbie D and Ryan Letniak are like,
1: what are you talking tight. about? Josh is right here. You don't see the updated ones. Josh is right Is that behind. for the month Yeah, or for the show? That's for the month.
2: Where's he at? Show me.
1: He's right behind.
2: Oh, holy shit! Yeah, yeah. it's tight. Yeah. So that's going to be exciting to see who wins the free month of. Don't forget, mentorship. calling in does help. Yeah, calling in helps. Hearts help. And Sharing the do. show helps.
1: Um, and I think for this month, we're gonna do. We're gonna do one month of free mentorship. Yeah. Yeah, I just made that decision right now. Um, so that includes two calls, video calls with me, um, as well as unlimited text and unlimited email. Um, I just said it earlier, guys, like literally you've got the, the morning show every day. This is, this is a, this is a glorified coaching slash mastermind every day, right? Mm-hmm. You literally have a community of people every morning cheering you on. Plus you can call in and get your questions answered. Yeah. Um, on top of that, you have the ability to win free mentorship with me. Mean, it's one-on-one mentorship. Like my phone, even while I'm on vacation, is I'm still getting texts from my mentees.
2: Yeah,
1: and I'm still answering them. Cause
2: they're taking action.
1: I answered a bunch before bed last night. Of course, like, I gave myself eight hours during the day just to go and relax and have a couple <laughs> pina coladas. Um, but uh, and I let everybody know that I'm on vacation, so it might be a couple extra hours than I normally get back. But I mean, yeah, uh, my mentees can all, literally all text access. Text me or email me all, all all day, all access, anything you need, contracts, documents, and I answer normally within about 10-15 minutes, unless I'm on like a call and then I'll get to the, other thing, like the hour. Or so um, we got someone calling in here of our squad. What's that?
2: Lindsay says, I'm not even in the race this month, but Josh, six ninety-nine for a potential two hundred and fifty dollar session is a decent return. LOL. <laughs> so true.
1: That that is that is point, very Lindsay. that's a good point
2: roi is uh, pretty decent there
1: yeah that is uh <laughs> it's a huge roi it's a thousand percent roi
2: yeah <laughs> let's bring in uh fresh he's here oh i think he's, he's very quiet though. Oh, hello yeah. <laughs> hello <laughs> good,
0: morning. good morning
2: how are you
5: good 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 how are you
2: fantastic thank you
5: yes <laughs> all right uh uh, so, in terms of taking action, so uh, I haven't taken any action yet uh, because I'm in the process of getting my finances in uh, in place. I am uh, just waiting for some responses from the mortgage lender on the pre-approval and all. So, so that is one part of it. Uh, taking a cue from a call that uh, Wilson just made, as well as uh, one of the recent podcasts that I've heard from regarding the secondary suite. So, I remember Ravine mentioning that uh, the secondary suite for newer houses nowadays doesn't make sense because the basement size is not that that big. Um, I'm looking for the properties uh, to convert it to the secondary suites, which are the duplexes, but the older side style, older style mm-hmm. duplexes. Right? So, yeah. Wilson, Wilson just mentioned that uh, he's planning to do a secondary suite. So, uh, I'm just trying to get idea about... Uh, uh, older side duplexes like does it make sense uh, as compared to the newer two story houses nowadays uh, and the second question that i have uh, and, and uh, i'm not sure if uh, uh, someone has done that already or not but uh, for the bungalows uh, bungalow size most of the bungalows that i'm looking for they already have this uh, 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 they already have their basement done they are not legal basement they don't have kitchen but they have everything done so when, when you are referring to uh, like the secondary suite cost about eighty and $90,000. Are those the fresh unfinished basement? Or uh, if you go for the finished basement, if you want to rip everything out and then put the new secondary suite, is it going to cost a lot more than $80,000,
2: $90,000? Fantastic questions.
1: Yeah, those are really good questions. I'm glad you called in. Um, I'll answer the second one first. And you were cutting out a little bit. So I hope that everybody got the question because I, I had a little bit of trouble with it, but from, from the sounds of it, you were nodding yeah. your head. So you, yeah. Suddenly, oh, yeah, yeah, I got it um, from the sounds of it. You're wondering if you're going for a, a, a bungalow that has a finished basement already, are you saving money or sorry? was the yeah. question? Are you saving money? Yeah. Uh, is
2: it still the $80,000 renovation or does that put you ahead of the race and it costs less?
1: No, um, because when you do a development permit, um, you're also going to be pulling. So you got to pull a bunch of different permits for a secondary suite. You got to develop a development permit, which is to develop it into a secondary suite. You need to uh, get a HVAC permit, uh, which your your contractors will do this. Uh, an electrical permit, a plumbing permit. Am I missing any? I feel like this one uh, more. Uh, yeah. I,
2: don't um, know. <laughs> I think that's it. Um,
1: and that allows them to do the work. And before that permit is closed and approved. An inspector has to come out and approve the work so for electrical
3: Behind they the need walls. to be
1: able to see the electrical for plumbing they need to be able to see the plumbing so in a lot of cases or for hvac you got to pull the ceiling down because they want to see um uh, the vents and everything else so you're pretty much tearing the whole thing apart anyways if you are saving any walls like you're you're pretty much patching them up anyway so um In my experience and from my personal experience and also from other investors that I've talked to, it's actually better just to have it completely gutted um, because it's just easier than working around trying to save stuff. You're not really saving that much as well. When you're working with an existing layout that limits you from what you're able to do, Um, like if you want to get two bedrooms in. And there's a wall in the way and it's preventing you from getting, you know what I mean? It's much better to have a blank canvas so you can send in your guy or you can go on AutoCAD or whatever, and you can have a look and see how can I lay this out the best way possible as opposed to using the existing layout because you're going to be limited. So in my opinion, I think it's, even if it is finished, just gut it. It's going to cost you pretty much the same cost of gutting it and doing the demo. If it was partially finished, you know what I mean? You're still going to pay them to clean everything out. Um, so in my opinion, I would just say, just gut it and, and not worry about it too much. Don't worry about trying to save money on that stuff. Focus on the buy and saving money on the buy. Yeah. Okay. On the purchase price that you're paying. That's where, and also what the after repair value is going to be.
2: May I? Sure. Uh, there's one thing that I'll add in there is that Wayne is talking about Edmonton. Because we no longer have like a grandfathering in of secondary suites. Calgary and that type of might thing. be different. So yeah. Calgary has just extended their grandfathering in of secondary suites, although you did say that no kitchen or anything. So it, it, if we're just talking just finished and um, it, it's just a finished basement, I think he
5: just said finished yeah, basement. Yeah.
2: Then yes, everything that Wayne said is true, regardless wherever you are, because it's not technically a, a, any sort of secondary suite. But um, if you're in markets like um, Calgary, where they extended it, I'm not sure about other cities, to be honest, you're gonna mm-hmm. have to look into your own municipality, but um, Calgary, for instance, just extended their grandfathering in of secondary suites. So if you have like an in-law suite or whatever, a suite that's just not legal and you wanna bring it up to code, they've now extended that period of time where you can, basically it's like making sure the windows are right, making sure the fire, it's up to fire code, and like those types of things you can have one furnace um interconnected smoke detectors those types of things it's just like kind of m- more minor upgrades that will cost a lot less it's the
1: previous building code
2: yeah it's the previous building code the problem with that though is that you end up not having all the perks of the f- of the what the new codes are which is like the two furnaces so your tenants aren't, aren't fighting over heat and like those types of things so it has its its less money, lesser product. Like it has its perks and well, it's-
1: the reason why I'm huffing and puffing over here while Gabby's talking is because the most important thing is what's the value going to be afterwards. Yeah, and this we ran into this issue in Edmonton a couple of years back when they were allowing people to grandfather in suites, and so you've got a fully permitted legal suite, air quotes. However, the value isn't as high as the one that was just built. Right. That was up to today's code. Yep. The one with two t- furnaces, the one with, you know, uh, everything done up to today's code is worth more than the one with baseboard heaters.
2: And you guys, that's a really good tip. If you're a new investor and you're looking for a property with a secondary suite, just because it's legal doesn't mean it's worth 480. Yes. You need to look how, like at, to what code it was built to. Does it have the two furnaces? Does it have like, is it the new code or the old code? Because if mm-hmm. it's the old code, you're getting duped.
1: Yeah. It's I, not
2: worth that much.
1: I'm, I'm thinking of an investor and he's not on live, but I know he listens sometimes. I'm thinking of an investor that owns a sweeted house in Millwoods. Yeah. You know who you are. And hey, you should be joining in live if you're listening. <laughs> um, that ran into that issue. He found out afterwards that it was grandfathered, in, and you know, all he saw was legal suite, so he just assumed everything was good. Actually, the way that he found out was that he asked this. He called the city to—I um, can't remember why. He called the city to find out about the permit, and they said that there is no permit on file. And then that's what led him down the rabbit hole of trying to figure out. Holy shit! They told me this is a legal suite, and it's not. And he found out that you know it they don't—they don't, they don't list grandfathered suites. No. On the Edmonton um, secondary suite directory,
2: because it's, it's just an occupancy permit. It's it, not a yeah, secondary. They, they suite get a permit. letter
1: from the fire marshal.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: So, um, makes, makes sense yeah sorry that was <laughs> you're so quiet I think um, yeah, you're no, muted. No. okay so that was yeah, I, yeah. Uh, oh you're muted there okay so your yeah. other question um sorry yeah this is this is why we love people calling in because like i don't i don't we like go down
2: rabbit
5: holes
1: yeah um your <laughs> other question was old versus new uh, dupe, uh duplexes um it, it's uh,
5: a pre- let me rephrase it half duplexes sorry <laughs> yeah,
1: half yes yes it, it's yeah. a preference it's a preference um mm-hmm. however in our experience those two story basements, the basements in two stories are so small. And
3: yeah,
2: well, it's because they built them up because they couldn't build them out or back. Right. So there's limited floor floor space. So they did two stories to get more more floor space on them. But what that leaves in the basement is a very small footprint. Yeah. So but in the older ones, yeah, they were built on more land. You have more rooms. So there's a bigger footprint down there to do more things. If you can like, I highly recommend not buying one bedroom, like a, a property where you can only fit one bedroom in. Mm-hmm. You always want at least two bedrooms in the basement suite. Otherwise you're limiting yourself hugely. So yeah, you might've got a great price. Yeah, it might be this and that, but when it comes to renting it out, you're gonna have a lot more trouble. Yeah. Um, there's just, you you cut your eligible renters massively.
1: I think the two big, the, the pros, the uh, the benefits that people are looking at the most important things is um i think that investors like the fact that the duplexes are typically newer and that's why you know they want something that's that's turnkey brand new built it's got warranty on it and it's got a basement suite that's great that's that's a great benefit um problem is that it's square footage is low and And the the argument for the other side would be that you know I like the nice big basement I get good quality tenants I've got a lot of square footage but the problem is the property's older it's built in nineteen sixty so it that's what I think that's what it really comes down to is your preference for that me personally I like the older bungalows Um, I would just recommend. You know, making sure you're doing a property inspection, a home inspection when you buy the property and have a good exit strategy of when you're going to be selling this property. Don't keep it. Don't plan to keep it for 30 years and pay it off in full because that 1951 bungalow that you have is going to be very, very, very old when, when it's paid <laughs> off in full and the value might not be there. So maybe it's better to buy a 1960s or 1970s one and plan to sell it in 10 years right plan to sell it in 10 years when the kitchen cabinets you know you buy oh, a brand new kitchen yeah, yeah you buy kitchen cabinets today they're going to look really new for a couple of years and then in about 10 years they're going to start looking like 1990s or 2000s cabinets you know what i'm talking about or 2000s uh cabinets you know early 2000s they looked really nice but now they look old and yellow so they start losing their value um on how they look so there's a certain um there's a certain part in the curve where it starts to look a little bit older. You want to sell it right before then, So you get the most value. So when you're selling it at 10 years, it still looks brand new. Whereas if you sell it in 15 years, it looks like it was built 15 years ago. You know what I'm saying? You get the yeah. most value out of it and then just sell liquidate and then buy another new one or newer looking one. That's my opinion. Cause I would never want to hold a property that long personally. I see
2: which, which may go against everything that everybody currently thinks. Uh, want to buy properties, pay them off, and straight well, up cash flow. I don't.
1: I don't want to have to put another five, ten thousand dollars in a new kitchen in fifteen years.
2: Yeah. Well, well it's not just it, that, like it's, most value it, out of it. and replacing the furnace and the roof and the whatever. That's tons of stuff. Great like, points. Yeah. You end up spending fifty grand trying to just like update it and keep it up. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Exactly. You're losing all the value. All that money you just made over the last fifteen years, you're losing it. So,
2: yeah.
1: um, I a uh, long story short, preference comes down to your preference but hopefully i just gave you a bunch of information on how to, to determine your ponder and determine yeah. your preference um, yeah, no, that definitely makes
2: sense don't, don't, yeah. ha- don't over analyze it though just take mm-hmm, action once mm-hmm. you get that financing yeah. approved
1: uh to be <laughs> honest sure. i recommend i recommend just flipping a coin and choosing one and then just going with it <laughs> <laughs> you're, gonna sure, other, sure. you're gonna win other
5: you're gonna win other way buddy yeah <laughs> All right. either
2: either of those is a better investment than not not picking one.
5: <laughs> yeah that's that's definitely a great tip for sure Thank you so, so much you for have. calling in, buddy. Thank you. Thank yeah. you.
1: Okay. Uh, Josh, a little earlier, says, I want to think, uh, when talking about the top fan race, yeah. says, I want to think that there's an unspoken truth that neither Ryan or Robbie are going to bust out their credit cards either, and we just battled it out and see who's on top. <laughs> <laughs> no weapons. I hate the idea of paying to jump ahead.
2: Good old fist fight.
1: Uh, Josh, you're an honorable man. I yeah. just hope the other two are. <laughs> Uh, he'll lose with honor. <laughs> uh, Lindsay says, "I'm with you, Josh. I'm just secretly kicking myself for not pressing the damn heart button. Haha, <laughs> very unsportsmanlike, guys. <laughs> you know what, guys? Like, there's, you know, don't quit now. You know what I mean? You never yeah, know. There's
2: many, many days still.
1: Many days left, and as well, there's, there's always next month as well. Um, yeah,
2: we're uh, not going anywhere. I'm just uh, going
1: through about fifty updates here. Um, you know what?
2: Tomorrow, I. Tomorrow, I would like to, um, a while ago, we were talking a little bit about um, garage suites, building Mm -hmm. garage suites in Edmonton. And I don't want to get into it right now. But tomorrow, if nobody um, calls in with fantastic questions like they did today, I want to get back into the garage suite conversation because we had somebody email us after listening to the show with their real life experience in Edmonton, building a garage suite um trying to get the appraisal having to wait um for comps yada 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 they went through the whole thing so we'll get a real life experience on what it cost their experience getting the appraisal Mm -hmm. and what they ended up with um at the end of the day and
1: i'm not going to say his name just in case he doesn't want me
2: to yeah i asked if we could talk about it and he hasn't responded yet so we will talk in in confidence without names um unless he reaches out before then and says Yeah. yeah I I also said, if you're, if you're listening live, hop on and we can chat it out. So absolutely. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, Okay. So we've got a couple other notes here. Um, uh, Sounds like tenant gifts were delivered uh, yesterday.
2: Yeah. We, we hired our, uh... (laughs) can I say?
1: I don't know. Okay. No, don't, don't. Okay. Jesus.
2: (laughs) We hired someone to deliver our tenant gifts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah i i guess we want me to leave it at that
1: yeah that's 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 more than enough gabby <laughs> apparently gabby uh um i i you
2: I, hired santa we did we hired santa to deliver our tenant gifts and um yeah normally um so with tenant gifts i really like to like buy local and like do cool things i'm anti gift cards um for those types of things I'm definitely anti like grocery cards because it's so impersonable to me. It's totally fine. If, if that's what you do, that's fantastic. You know, something's better than nothing. I just um, I just like to yeah support local and do things that are going to be like, oh, wow, that was really thoughtful or something like mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? But this year, man, I was maxed out. I was like, I couldn't even comprehend how I was going to get that together and um you had a lot on your mind yeah we had a lot going on it's been a big year and yeah so um i didn't i didn't do gift cards but like yeah i just went and i I took an easy route and just went into a store and picked up a buttload of the same gift and generic card and (laughs) and sent it off to our santa to to deliver so um, yeah, but if you guys, I want to know what you guys also did for tenant gifts, if that's something that you do, um, share with us and let us know. Yeah. It's always good to just share ideas and kind of, yeah. I also posted a picture a while ago in my stories, um, I thought would be really cool is, you know, like Lowe's, Costco, Home Depot, like gr- grocery stores, they have those, um, flower planter kind of things full of like, um, and Christmas foliage and all kinds of stuff They make yeah. them look really pretty and they can sit outside in the, in the dead cold and not die. So that's pretty cool. I thought that that would have been a really neat gift if you have like a truck to transport them and that sort of thing, because yeah. well, and also, I guess, depending how many tenants you have, like we wouldn't have been able to make that happen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I got to interrupt because I got two different stories here. One thing I want to talk about, I think is valuable to real estate investing. The other thing is um, we went into a Lint chocolate store, you know, mm-hmm. like the Lint chocolate. And Gabby had this idea, and maybe it was my idea, I can't remember, but like, there's these giant lint chocolate Christmas balls. I mean, these things- But it's
2: like a huge, like plastic ball and they wrap it up to make it look like a lint chocolate. How big would you say that
1: is? It's not not Uh, the size of a basketball, but it's not the size of a soccer ball. I'd say it's just a little under the size of a
2: a soccer
1: ball, ball, bigger than a bocce ball. (laughs) Um, Giant ball of chocolate. And we're like, oh, let's get these for our tenants. (laughs) And They're really cool looking. You, so Gab grabs two, um, uh, and it
2: fills up the entire basket.
1: Two, two baskets, and like within a second, like these baskets are full. I'm like, we are not bringing this many fucking chocolate balls. Like, <laughs> like you just were trying to just. We we thought this was the coolest idea for about four seconds. Well, I literally we tried and t- to to grab that many chocolate balls. Two it of was... them
2: filled up one basket.
1: Exactly. And oh, I was like, like, this uh... is not happening. We're not hauling like, this many back. balls. Um, <laughs> I think we were trying to buy like twenty or twenty five uh, of these goddamn balls. For our t- <laughs> it, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, so that that we ended up getting a smaller. Yeah. Uh, box of chocolate So s- yeah. size
2: of the gift matters, depending on how many tenants have and what you have to transport them in.
1: I was just thinking about your whole like little basket yeah. story about
2: like. But that's what I do for. So when we get new tenants, most of our tenants move in spring and summer. And so what I do for them, as long as they have a good front entrance and it's not just like a little side basement entrance that doesn't get sun. I buy welcome uh, these really cool from Home Depot, these really cool welcome planter. Um, kind of like wire planter holders and they Mm. have like a welcome sign on them and then you just get you also pick up whatever planter so a really nice flower planter and you put it in the holder and then I put it on the front porch and so that when they come to do their their walk-in inspection and take the keys it's just a really nice way to welcome them in and then also a welcome card so that's like my favorite welcome gift to give tenants so it's along the same lines it's like now since most of our tenants have that then they can just, in the winter, replace that with their little winter basket. So yeah. I thought it would have been really cool given that that's kind of our thing.
1: Yeah. yeah. But
2: yeah, couldn't
1: make uh, it happen. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the, the the one welcome basket when one tenant moves in is, is realistic, but you know, doing them exactly. all at the exact same time yeah. is just ridiculous. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so two last things I wanna cover um, before uh, we, we, we finish up the show today. We did fill an hour, I didn't think we would, but we did. Um, One thing, because I know I'll forget um, and I'll remind you guys throughout the week, but we decided yesterday as we were booking excursions for the week, um, we booked uh, an excursion for Friday and it's starting early in the morning. So um, we decided that Friday we're going to be taking the day off. I know we're letting you guys down. But as well, uh, as well, we'd say, you know what? Like, I don't think anyone's really going to be listening on Friday or Monday anyways.
2: Since it's a holiday. and Holidays. Room.
1: No one's been really going to yeah. be working. Like, I can't imagine you guys. I mean, I really do hope you guys still get up at 6 a.m. on your own. Um, but I mean, you I know,
2: know,
1: Patrick does. Yeah, 100% Patrick does. <laughs> and, and Patrick, I really hope that you cover the show for us. 4.30 a.m. Um,
2: yeah, let's cover my login. <laughs> um,
1: so, yeah, we're going to take Friday and, Mon- and Monday off. I think that's, that's quite reasonable. We'll be back on Tuesday. and and uh and wednesday and throughout the the rest of the holidays there so no worries on that but um we'll remind you guys um throughout the week um but still i I highly recommend don't just take that as an opportunity to sleep in like continue on with your normal you know morning routine go for a walk go for a run who am i kidding it's it's 28 degrees here and i'm telling you guys to go for a run
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah easy for you to say (laughs) that
1: uh sorry um whatever hit the treadmill um (laughs) The other thing I want to talk about was that you were talking about gift cards there for Christmas presents. And I learned something new this year uh, because Wayne doesn't do taxes. Um, I learned that apparently you can only claim 50% of uh, a gift card on deductions.
2: So we don't really do gift cards often. So I haven't really like encountered this firsthand. So maybe if somebody else wants to pipe in who does, but I hear it often. Um, from many sources which I am not going to confirm or deny because I haven't talked to an accountant myself but um, I hear often that you can only claim 50% of gift cards value so I don't know why we'll maybe maybe it's just so that people don't stock up on them because it's like an easy way to just buy them and use them I bet you yeah that might you know kind what
1: because if, if I were gonna if I were gonna do tax fraud that's how I do it. <laughs> That's one hundred percent how I do tax fraud. I would say that I bought gifts for all of my tenants in the form of gift cards, and then I just use the gift cards.
2: Mm-hmm. Anyways, right? Don't don't do that. Don't be a dish bag. D bag, I mean. Oh wait.
1: Giving out <laughs> Tuesday morning in Mexico and giving out tax fraud tips. But like, if if that's what, that's one hundred percent, I could see how people would take advantage of that.
2: Yeah. So, um, yeah, so know that and ask your accountant if that's something that you do, if you buy gift cards, um, look into that because that's shitty. I mean, why not just go buy an actual gift and have hundred percent of it claimable?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm still on the tax front thing. Um, because <laughs> like, I, I'm trying to think about what I would, what I would buy and say I bought it for tenants and that I would just keep for myself. And I can't think of anything other than like a ridiculous amount of chocolate balls Maybe just load up on chocolate balls.
2: Yeah, Josh says D bad. Don't be a dick.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, don't be a tax fraud artist.
2: Yeah, don't be a TFA. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's about time to wind down. Yeah, um, we'll wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, but I was I was quite surprised about that. I did not know that about the taxes thing. I guess we're just gonna have to talk to the accountant when we get well. We got taxes we gotta deal with in the new year here, anyways. So that'd be a good time to ask the accountant.
2: Yeah. I still owe, speaking of gift cards, I still owe some of you coffee. Sorry about that. I did bring my little, my little uh, piece of paper with your names on it. So maybe I'll get around to that.
1: Gab, <laughs> um, yeah, don't, don't work. <laughs> don't work while we're here. The
2: people need coffee.
1: I actually, I'm working today. Um, yeah. uh, Gab and Everly are going to um, clean up and we'll go have breakfast and then they're going to go play. And then I'm going to, I'm going to work for a couple hours. I got, I got something I got to you with here. There's Um, I didn't realize it until I got here that I can't make phone calls. I'm like, oh, I got Wi-Fi. I can totally just do everything from here. Um, And then I realized I don't have roaming.
2: Somebody reach out to Wayne if you know a way around that that doesn't involve WhatsApp. Like, how can he make calls? Um, Yeah. Yeah, because he was waiting for calls. I was
1: waiting for a call. I'm like, oh, I'll just call them on Saturday night before I leave, and they'll call me back on Monday. And then I realized I didn't get any phone calls. I'm like, oh, shit. If they do call me, then I'm not going to receive it.
2: Varsh says, Roam like home. I don't know what that means. Is that an app or something? Tony says, buy a local SIM card.
1: Um,
2: uh, oh, Wilson says, can't you use FaceTime audio call?
1: Uh, would,
2: you, would that need to go well, FaceTime to FaceTime though? Well, it's for a business. He's calling a business. I'm
1: calling, yeah. I'm calling yeah. a uh, property management company. And so...
2: Josh says to call service provider should be able to set up a $5 a day. Yeah. But that's how do what we call th- the service provider that's, without being charged?
1: <laughs> uh, Well, we can just go on their Bell's website or whatever yeah, and try and figure it out.
2: Oh, yeah. You can probably just log into the app and add it on.
1: Yeah. I'm sure there's a way to call Bell. Yeah. Without As long as you have Wi-Fi.
2: Yeah. We haven't looked into it. We just realized it last night. So. Yeah.
1: Um. What about Bell wi- Wi-Fi calling? Because I use Wi-Fi calling at home. Yeah. I wonder if I can use Bell Wi-Fi calling. Interesting. Well, now I got a couple things to think about. Thank you everyone for helping yeah. me out with that, um, <laughs> because yeah, this is a huge pain in the ass because uh, we got to remove conditions here tomorrow, and uh, I I completely forgot that I need to call the property management company yeah. um, for oh, the yeah. place we're buying. Uh, it is a feature your network provider who charges thirteen dollars a day when not using. Uh, put on the airphone. Okay. Uh, usually, if you turn on your data, it will send a text with the options. At least. With Rogers, interesting. Okay, I got lots of information. Thank you so much, everyone, and um, really hope you guys have an awesome day. And 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 please, again, as I mentioned earlier in this episode. Make
3: sure
2: oh, there's you're... a chupacabra.
1: Oh, he's gonna about to get <laughs> hit by a car. Oh, that was close. He just yeah. about what? Oh, that was close. <laughs> he almost got hit by a car. Oh. Um, yeah. Please, what was I saying? Oh, call in tomorrow with with what's going on with you guys. I want to talk about what you guys have going on. Thank you so much to everyone that called in today. Um, really do appreciate it. And, uh, we will see you guys in the morning.
2: Peace out. Thanks
0: for listening to the real estate investing morning show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show. Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com.